0: Welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of uh, space robot worlds. No, I don't know.
1: Space explorers? Mm. Space We're
0: not space explorers. Colonizers? We keep taking over planets. We're not colonizers well, either. Sometimes you're just a bunch of ravers. I don't know.
1: Ravers? <laughs> or Wait, Are we raving?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, man, man, I didn't I didn't come prepared for this. Let me get the LSD.
0: I mean it's like a, it's like we're a group consisting of, of one world full of death robots, one world of galactic ravers, and two worlds filled with ancient alien technology with too many board games. <laughs> I'm Tom. I'm joined by
1: Justin, Adam
0: <laughs> and Debbie.
1: You're really workshopping that title, Tom. Yes. <laughs> it's gotta get a workshop, man.
0: This is a doozy. Well, today we are gonna be discussing race for the galaxy, a game from what appears to be 2007, but being re-released 2018 and 2020 with different editions? seems like uh, yes it's a game from 2007 which has had a couple of updates at least uh there's a or a bunch of expansions and then there's the apparently there's a 2018 update uh, according to board game geek that says it's the second edition of the game it has improved color blindness and includes a bunch of revised cards and some new worlds and stuff this is a game about uh being uh being a bunch of people building a galactic civilization through the medium of cards um And uh, you're just trying to get, uh, you're trying to like colonize worlds and build developments and trade and settle and produce stuff. And all those get you points. Uh, Yeah, so I'm going to, i will just going to read the, uh, probably the whole blurb because I think this probably explains quite a bit uh, from Board Game Geek. I do have this game, but again, it's in a box somewhere. I'm not going to go digging for it. In the game Race for the Galaxy, players build galactic civilizations by playing game cards in front of them that represent worlds or technical and social developments. Some worlds allow players to produce goods which can be consumed later to gain either card draws or victory points when the appropriate technologies are available to them. These are mainly provided by the developments and worlds that are not able to produce, but the fancier production worlds also give these bonuses. At the beginning of each round, players each select secret and simultaneously one of the seven roles which correspond to the phases in which the round progresses. By selecting a role, players activate that phase for the round, giving each player the opportunity to perform the phase's action. For example, if one player chooses to settle role, each player has the opportunity to settle one of the planets from their hand. The player who has chosen the role, however, gets a bonus that applies only to them. But bonuses may also be acquired through developments, so you must be aware when another player also takes advantage of your choice of role. And uh, that's just straight rip from the BoardGameGeek website. So, uh very succinct, a much more succinct explanation of the game that I'm about to give you. Can I say one thing?
3: There are things that you just said in that explanation that I did not know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> After playing double digit n- amount of this game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, we played this game on not sponsored by BoardGameArena.com, but we've been using it very liberally lately uh, since uh, Debbie's laptop is still, I don't know, being resurrected by some sort of dark magic. Um, But this is is one of the games that I had. They were like, oh, let's just give this a try. And then I immediately regretted it because I had forgotten what a... It's a it's a simple enough game when you boil it down, but because it's card based and because there's a lot of symbols, it is very confusing. Um, so it's I, I don't blame Debbie for maybe missing some of the stuff because a lot of the complexity is hidden from you when you're playing on something like board game arena, which I would definitely recommend if you're trying to like learn how to play this game. Um, because it goes a long way in explaining a lot of the little symbols and stuff that you're going to have. I
1: remember the first time you brought it out in, in the real. Uh, and And plonked it down in front of me, and my first thought after you brought it out was kind of along the lines of, Why are you doing this to me, Tom <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh yeah
0: yeah i get- I get you I'm just gonna quickly see if I can. <clears throat> Can I play a game by myself of Race to the Galaxy? Oh, shit. I accidentally invited all of you.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> might be a while before I show up.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. Like a week? I was hoping that I'd be able to see the um, all the names of the, the phases.
3: Settle, develop, consume, produce.
0: And explore. Wow. It also said that there was seven phases, so I'm not entirely sure. Because I
1: think consume is sort of subdivided between the selling a good which times is one of, two in the yeah, selling, and the times two, which is be a, a times two modifier on your consuming goods rather than selling goods, which is the money symbol.
0: As Justin pointed out, this game is si- simple but complicated, and yeah, so it's a card-based game. Or sorry, here here we go with the explanation. Sorry in advance. You have a fifteen-second skip button for a reason. um <laughs> Jesus. So uh, this is a card based game. You're going to have just like a shitload of cards. So on the cards, you got, uh, you know, some some stuff on the left hand side, which is going to be representing uh, the abilities or things that they affect during the phases Suffice it to say that, like, every card is going to be completely different. I think this might be one where the number of duplicates in a deck is very small, so you're going to run into a lot of, like, unique things that pop up. In the top left-hand corner, you're going to have your cost, and you're going to have, like, the amount of points that it gives you at the end of the game if it's in your tableau. Um, interestingly with this game, the cost on the card is is paid via generally, cards in your hand so if you want to play a world during the settle phase or whatever that costs one you're going to have to have a card in your hand that you want to discard to pay for it there's of course like a thousand things that can affect this but in general you've got a cost and you've got and the amount of points that it gives you and then it, it lists out on the left hand side essentially which phases this card interacts with and what it does generally Because there is a lot of symbols and it goes crazy, right? Like real fast. So the flow of the game is this. There are phases. The phases are explore, develop, settle, consume, which is sort of split into a couple of things and produce. At the beginning of every round, everyone is going to pick one of these phases that they want to sort of champion for the round in secret in secret, and any phase that does not get picked doesn't happen. So if nobody picks the explore phase, you don't do the explore phase. Everybody that picked the phase gets a little bit of a bonus so if you're doing the explore, which is essentially you draw a bunch of cards and then you get to keep some of them the base explore phase is that you draw two cards you get to keep one and you get rid of the other so everybody by default is going to be doing this unless there's some bullshit on your tableau that lets you do more Um, and if you pick the explore phase you will have the choice of either drawing five additional cards and then keeping one out of the seven that you've picked or you draw one additional card and then you get to keep an additional card so if you're Picking the explore action, you get to either have more choices, but the same number of keeps into your hand, or you can have like a a slightly better amount of choices, but you get to keep more cards. And this is important because you're going to be digging through this deck trying to find shit that goes with shit that you've already played. Um, The develop phase is... Uh, you get to play one of the two types of cards in the in the in the deck. So there's two types of cards. There's developments and there's worlds. In the develop phase, you get to play developments. So anything that has like a little diamond for a cost, so diamond symbol that has the cost in it, those are developments. Um, if you pick that phase, you get a little bit of a discount. So the cards cost one less. So if it costs you one, then it's it's free. Yay! Everybody loves free stuff. Um, the next phase is settle, where you can play worlds. If you pick the settle phase as your bonus you get to draw a card after you play a world um consume is there's like two different things you can do you can either like sell your stuff generically which gets you cards and or victory points depending on what other bullshit you have or you can do the trade phase which is like you can use up goods that you have on worlds that you have to get you points or cards it's a uh, it's it's crazy um when you sell cards when you sell goods f- during this phase you get like their trade value which i totally forgot about during our like dozen playthroughs. So there's like different kinds of goods. There's like blue ones and green ones and some are better and some are worse. And so if you're doing the one where you just get to sell cards and you sell the most expensive type of good, you get to draw a bunch of cards, which totally forgot about, totally forgot about over the dozen or so games we played. And then finally, there is the produce phase, which basically lets you just replenish goods based on what your worlds are. So if one of your worlds is an alien artifact world, it's like the yellow one, and the symbol, the like world symbol is filled in with yellow. It means that it produces that good. And so during this phase, you can just put a card on there um, from the deck representing that this thing has a good on it, which gets used later on in future rounds during the consumer, the selling actions. <sighs> So essentially that's what's going on. The bonuses for the consuming are that they, you get better bonuses or you get like double the number of victory points. And when you're producing, you can play a good on a windfall world, which is another thing, which means that usually just gets a good at the beginning of the game and then never again, unless you play the produce phase. Anyway, I'd love to say that none of this is important, but it's all interconnected. Like a, <laughs> like a help me out here. Like a thing. thing like a chain Like a chain?
1: I don't know. They're that's inco-
0: the best you can come up with?
1: On short notice, chain, yes. Chain, <laughs> chain of fools, which is really
0: <laughs> us. So because all the cards are different and everything's just completely bananas, um, that is the like very abridged version of how to play. Um, so the way the game starts off is that you end up with two worlds in your tableau and a certain number of cards, and you get to pick one of the two worlds that's in front of you as your starting world. So it might be something like New Sparta which gets you to military, which is another thing that I haven't talked about. Let's just scoot on past that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, We'll double back.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to that. Or you can pick The Doomed World. Oh, that sounds terrible. It looks like it's about to get eaten by a son, which is... Uh Yeah, you could you could pick like one of these two worlds that you want to start with. Do you want to be the space faring maniacs subjugating people or do you want to start off being a planet that's about to be devoured by the sun? I'm sure there's a good reason for picking that but the text is very small. Anyway, what is nice about Board Game Arena is that when you hover over these cards, it will lay out everything for you as to what this does rather than you having to uh break out the tea leaves and trying to divine what the messages being what the messages are being presented to you by all these alien hieroglyphics on this damn thing. Um Man,
2: there is no better an explanation than tea leaves. Let me tell you, when when talking about this game, that is that is so bang on.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So again, the, the the flow of the game is that every round you're going to have cards in your hand, you're going to have worlds and developments developments in front of you. These worlds and developments will have effects on different phases. And then so you pick the phase that you want to go for. So I want to do the explore. Debbie wants to explore, Justin wants to settle, and uh, Adam wants to produce. So during our turns, we do the phase for explore. Everybody gets to draw two cards, but myself and Debbie, I think I said? (laughs) <laughs> yes. I've already forgotten. Myself and Debbie get to draw more cards or and or draw more cards and keep more cards. Then we'll go on to the settle phase where we will all get to play a world if we want to. And then we go to the produce phase where we will get to put down more goods on our worlds if we want to. And you keep doing this until either your tableau is full of like 12 cards or something like that, or you run out of the uh, pre-aligned or pre-allotted number of victory points of extra victory points chips Um, because the main way that you get points in this game is by frankly abusing the produce consume loop that you can get going. Uh, So like putting goods down on your blue planet and then sacrificing those goods during your next turn to the consume phase to get a bunch of points and maybe draw some more cards. You're playing more worlds because sometimes people are also just like letting you do those phases, which might be great for you because you have all these extra cards hanging around. Um, The game is extremely varied in how it can play out because of the fact that everybody is Picking their own... You're basically picking a new round structure every time you go through. Um, All the cards are different. All the cards have something crazy. And like, there's, there's just... There's so much. But you keep going... Until your worlds are full or your tableau is full of a bunch of cards or the chips run out and then you figure out who won. There are some cards that give you like end game bonuses, but they are as special like everything else in this game. Sometimes they give you points based on how much military you have. Sometimes they'll give you points based on what kinds of worlds you've conquered. Maybe it's like, oh, you get two points for every rebel world. And then you're like, what the fuck is a rebel world? (laughs) <laughs> it's the one with the rebel keyword on it well what does that mean it just means that it's a rebel world and it interacts with every other card that has the word rebel in it it's as simple as that every card synergy yeah, you just have to find Jesus. you have to find these synergies in this massive deck of cards and do your best to try to get as many points as possible in the time that you have. Picking phases, trying to sort of keep an eye on what everybody else is doing so that you're not giving them too much of an advantage, but mostly it's just <laughs> trying to figure out what the hell you're doing. I don't think I looked at what other people were doing once. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I did either, and I've played this like 14 times. <laughs> Excellent. I'm sure I've missed a bunch, but that's probably as good as I'm going to get. Probably just look up a watch it played video or how to play video. The one thing that I think this game has a lot of pluses in my mind, but one of the things that I've appreciated over the time that we played it is that it is very quick. Um, It's a pretty fast game considering the scope of what it's trying to accomplish like it's essentially trying to be this game where you're acting out your uh plan of taking over planets and building engines and trying to create trade routes and it's managing to do that in a succinct amount of time it's like i'd say 45 minutes on the outset that if you're playing in person is probably true. I'd say we probably got through like a game, a half an hour, a game in a half an hour. Once we sort of push, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that we knew what we were doing, but you knew where to click and that was good enough to get through the game. So these are fairly fast. So it's, pretty quick to just like bust this out, especially on an online service, get a couple of games in um, and sort of just refine your strategy through brute force. Almost. um, The one thing that I did find playing with four people is that it's very hard to generate a cohesive strategy. You know, you you start off by picking one or two worlds and then you sort of base your initial go on it from there. And with four people at the table, it's kind of hard, I think, because the card pool becomes so diluted that you may not hit stuff that you need that works with the things that you have. And so that can be kind of a, kind of a factor in how much you enjoy a particular playthrough. Uh, so I'm just going to note that on board game geek, it does say that this is best as a two player game. I think that's probably, that probably makes sense. Cause then you're, you're basically splitting all these like fucking random cards amongst two people instead of four. So you're more likely to sort of hit on the strategies that you want to do. Um, all in all, I am extremely conflicted about this game. I have a good time with it, but I cannot say that I have a single clue what I'm doing at any particular moment other than just I'm putting stuff down and it, and it feels cool to have like just a bunch of worlds in front of me that, that tell the story of me just roaming around beating the shit out of people.
1: <laughs> with New Sparta? With
0: New Sparta. The old robot world. So yeah, that's, uh, oof. I mean, it's hard because it's, there's so much going on here. It's, it's, it's tough, especially since like there's game mechanics that I have not covered that you can run into. And if you're running into those, especially if you're in person, I found, um, you just like hit something and you're the guy across the table from you, no matter how experienced they are with board games, just sort of looks at you with this panicked look. And it's like, I don't know what this thing does, but I shouldn't show you. (laughs) <laughs> because we're supposed to be playing against each other and it's like it's okay i don't know what these cards do either and you just sort of keep going until you have just a random mash of cards i don't think i've played this more than 3 times in person probably because of that i in all honesty those are the cards that you use to pay for the other cards
3: <laughs> when you when That's, you look at them that
2: is so true
3: and you have no idea what they do <laughs>
1: It's oh, the money card. Well, <laughs> Yeah, What even is this? It's like I'm using you to colonize new Terra.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like you see that. So I'm looking at this one. It's called the uh, ravaged uplift world. So uplift <laughs> is another keyword. There you go. Um, and on number three. So phase three, the settle phase. It does a red outlined white circle with a red question mark. <laughs> gene symbol arrow black circle with black question mark and there's teeny little text in the bottom right hand Mm -hmm. corner and i don't think i would have gotten that far because it would have been in the discard pile baby
1: yeah i
3: think i tried to play those cards a couple times because they were they're so complex that i was like this has got to be good for me (laughs) i'm gonna hold on to this forever until i can pay for it I'm pretty sure they yeah. didn't do me any didn't, good. Didn't
0: that happen like a couple times with Adam where he's like, I just played a six point card. I, I don't know what it does, but it's got to be good because <laughs> <That's> it's expensive. <laughs> yeah.
2: that, was, uh, that was a recurring theme in my entire experience with this game. Like we played likely about a dozen games of this. I could not tell uh, to this day, sitting here right now, I could not tell you number one how to play the game. Number two, how to get points other than like, I I think I could probably figure, like, give you some ideas of how to get points. Number three, any even shred of a strategy. Like, I know that this game has a cult following on the Internet. Like, people are, you know, ravenous about this game. They're like, oh, Race for the Galaxy, like this incredible game, blah, 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 all the power to (laughs) you. I don't have a
1: fucking clue. (laughs) <laughs> not not a lick after a dozen games. That that was my experience after playing it in person. I found that I really enjoyed the, the board game site's um, presentation because being able to hover over and have all those tooltips pop up telling you it's like, oh, you sell this type of good here for this result. And it's just like, oh, is when you're looking at the cards just by themselves the first time and it's. Blue symbol arrow two one bracket three. Uh, okay, yep. Yeah, I don't, yep, sure. Yeah, um, let me, yeah, grab what does the that manual. mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, uh, it really, I, I don't know if you've ever had this going to like fancy restaurants and you try to go to the bathroom and like they just have, they don't have like oh, yeah, m- men and women or whatever, they just have like some weird symbol or even if it's just in a different language and yep. it's just like you're just standing there paralyzed I, eyes shifting between one door the other, pee really bad uh, i think <laughs> hope, hoping yeah. that somebody comes out and maybe you'll uh you'll be able to understand what's going on
1: i think the first time i i remember it was it was some sort of like steak restaurant or something and i went to the bathroom and it was i think it was mare and stallion and like it took me a second i'm like okay which is which <laughs> <laughs> this is like, this is not something that I think of every day. And I had to be like, Stallion, that's a guy, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's how I feel every time I'm... Uh, every time I'm tried to explain this to somebody, this is... Cause, and the thing is, like, it sounds... It sounds complicated to be honest. Like the explanation mm-hmm. is hard because you've got 7 phases, I think is what it said, although I can only see 6. Maybe there's more in the expansions probably. But like there's these 6 phases, you have to know what all of them do. You don't just go through them. So the first thing you have to do is know what you're doing before you can pick something, which isn't great for trying to like teach somebody a game cuz usually when I when I'm trying to teach somebody something, if there's some stuff you need to know up front, it's fine. But like usually you just sort of go through one thing after another until they get it right Mm -hmm. you know start with step one what what do i do oh you you do you do this and then step two will do this right here it's like well you've got six options in front of you and i need you to pick one before we can go any further
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, blind blind pick yes I think a lot of it is just that it requires so much memorization of symbology. Uh, you kind of have to know what each little symbol means. Uh, and I think once you get a more of a handle on that, uh, it, it's not as complicated as it seems, but getting to that point is tedious at best.
3: You see, in in theory, I understand this game. In theory, I it it makes sense to me, and when I look back, I'm like, "Okay, Debbie, like you need to pick like a pathway, right? Like mm-hmm. you need to pick military and build on military or you need to um you know, like you need to pick Genes and, and, you know, have a, have a gene producing system and, and all this kind of stuff. In theory, sure, absolutely. It's just peachy. But the, the second you start playing this game, all of that is gone. Yep. And you're like, I, you're, you know, you have cards put in front of you and it's like, you need to pick one of these cards and you're like, uh, and you don't remember what the other cards are that you have you don't remember what's actually in your quote unquote tableau <laughs> you don't have a fucking clue what's going on and so you just kind of start picking and then all of a sudden you know you you got this this thing going and this is a this is me to a T I thought I had it and I was like yes I'm going to do this and then I start trying to like develop and settle and I start getting these red bars across the top of my <laughs> of my browser that says, no, you don't have the military for that. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? And you're like, you go back and look at a card and it, it, you think you know what the symbol is. Like you're looking for the little round red circle in like the middle of the card that has like a plus one or plus whatever on it. Like, okay, but I mean, like there, there is one there. Oh, but it's not enough. Or it doesn't count for whatever reason. And then there's other cards that don't even have the red circle on them. And it's like, this is a military card. What do you mean it's a military card? It doesn't have this stupid round military thing on it. And you have to pay so much attention to all these little things that whatever information you think you know about the game is gone. Like, there's there's just not enough room in my brain. Like, I don't, I don't know, maybe I'm like a dumb ditzy girl like i don't know this no. game no. for me was just like totally out in left field
1: <laughs> it's, it's like taking a crash course in calculus <laughs> no <Yes. laughs>
2: that's such a good way to put it too yeah just ah you know i'm just going to take a casual
1: calculus class you didn't memorize these these uh two dozen formulas uh, what are you What are you talking about? Oh,
0: God, you don't know what the limit theorem is? Hey, check it out, guys! This motherfucking does the <laughs> limit theorem. Look at this! Check it. But yes. for sure, yeah, and and considering that, like, you are still so baffled that even like it's it's okay. It's all it's all in, like your little player thing up at the top right hand corner. You're like, it doesn't help. <laughs> like, I still don't know <laughs> no. what's happening. No, and that's no the thing, idea is that like when you do this in person it's like 10 times worse like mm-hmm. honestly because those, oh, yeah. those those times when you have like, Red circle with white background plus one. You're like, great, military. And then it's like colon red circle with like tan background plus two. And you're like, wait, tan background. What the hell does that mean? Well, Because there's other oh, yeah. worlds that have like this <laughs> shaded in portion. That means that they're rebel worlds and you can take those over even easier.
1: Yeah, Plus it might be a windfall um, world.
0: Yeah, oh so yeah, was, I tried. Those yeah, too. yeah. There's some green up in there.
3: Get some green up in that. Yeah. Yeah. The fluorescent green really threw me off. I was like, I don't know what this is, but it looks flashy.
1: <laughs> is this is this a producing world or a windfall world? Is this a windfall world with yeah. military?
3: In our the last the last game that we played, I, you know, I honestly was getting to that point where I was like, okay, I think I think I'm <laughs> I think I'm starting to get this. Like, slowly but surely. And then all of a sudden, it's you need to consume and I'm clicking, and I'm like, okay, okay," but I don't have anything left to consume. Like, nothing consumes. And it keeps telling me, you still need to consume. I'm like, well, but... And so I got to the point where I just clicked on everything (laughs) because (laughs) I had no idea. And I couldn't get it to work, so I was just like, whatever, pass. (laughs) Whatever, pass. I mean, if you play the game that many times and you're still lost... It doesn't say a lot for the the in person because chances are you're going to you're going to play this game and you're going to miss so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be cheating all over the place, not intentionally, but I assure you I would be cheating. Like do not play this game with me in person because <laughs> I will not fairly play.
0: <laughs> it is the kind of game as well that like if this were the only game that you owned between you and like if you and your roommate played this, I think this is the kind of game that you and your roommate could play like a thousand times. Yeah. It's got that going for it because like you will get better at building up your thing as you memorize the cards and stuff like that. It does have that quality to it where it can be, you know, one game in your collection that you play with your significant other or your best friend or whatever if you're both into it and just play that like a thousand times. Hey, Adam. Getting there is a bit hard, but...
3: (laughs) (laughs) Adam, I have our new pastime. Nope. Uh, nope.
2: <laughs> this is a non-starter.
3: But Justin obviously liked it enough that he went back to it. Uh, this, so this is not the first time we've played this game. No. This is actually the second time we've played this game. We did not record it the first time because I don't think any of us had any idea beyond Justin <laughs> what the hell was going on. <laughs> so we skipped it <laughs> and and we did just or can't stop instead. And then Justin comes along and we're like, hey, man, you get to pick a game. And he's like, ooh, I want to go back.
1: I want to <laughs> <Yeah>. go back <laughs> to want, Race for the Galaxy. I Gality. want some more of this. Yeah. I just couldn't stop.
3: I, yes. I mean, apparently the addiction began. It got triggered. <laughs> not,
1: not Like this, this pushes all of the buttons for me. And
3: Oh, I can imagine.
1: <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not entirely sure why. I, I think in a way, because it's almost like a deck builder um but it's shorter like it has so many just interesting synergies and there are so many cards that you're constantly presented with just this this myriad of options that you're constantly thinking and the turns just feel so kind of i mean it helped that the you know computer was doing all the little like you know busy work but everything just seems just like so nice and 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 flowing like the way the phases are set up and being able to kind of like plan ahead to you know one of the phases down the line because you know you have this card and you're you're pretty sure this person is going to colonize so i'm not going to colonize i need to produce so that i can get ready for my next turn and you're always kind of thinking ahead and it has that just because there's so many cards and there's so much randomness it kind of had it has kind of like that that draw that uh, I think uh, a lot of sort of uh, roguelike card games or even just roguelikes in general, just that inherent randomness of what am I going to get next? What can I build next time we play? You know, what's wh- what can I do differently that it just draws me back every time? This, this is a game that I, I, I could see myself playing. A lot now that I actually know what the hell is going on
0: <laughs> online, right? Because yeah, I, I still mm. think, I still think, if you were in person, you'd hit a card, you'd be like, "Nope." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disc, I, I would, business. I would
1: be sitting there with a giant ass crib sheet of references being looking back and forth every single time. Like I could see me playing this like kind of like a, like a hearthstone or something like that. Um, Like something on the phone or the computer uh, just to kind of provide just a little nice uh, extra UI onto the somewhat imperceptible uh, hieroglyphics.
3: I feel like you should start playing the, the like online tournaments that's right you could be yeah. the, Make sure you the have your, your
2: player aid that's uh
1: actually a like a three inch three- ring binder <laughs> uh, uh, most optimal strategies
0: there is also race for the galaxy on steam oh oh mm-hmm. 10 oh. bucks you can have race for the galaxy and it's uh, got a UI and explains everything for you
3: uh oh
2: now wait for it to go on steam sale you'd probably get it okay. for five.
0: Not that, I don't know, it would be any cheaper than just going on to Board Game Arena. But anyway, there's some options (laughs) for you, Justin. Perfect. (laughs)
1: Perfect. Perfect.
0: I think we knew that you were, that this was your, your thing when you were like, actually, you were actually doubling our scores within the first like three games of playing this. I was like, oh, Something no. like that, Oh yeah. no, he's, he's got it figured out. I'm just, I'm just over here trying to take over as many worlds as possible. He's got like 80 points. Oh, fuck. You know, there was <laughs> one point
3: when I, we were playing and I'm, you know, kind of sitting here trying to concentrate and somebody, I don't know who it was. Somebody was like, oh man, Debbie must have the hang of it. And I'm like, what? are you talking about man you're tied for points with justin and i was like oh yeah i got this and then like two turns later the game ends which i mean i still don't really understand how the game ends but (laughs) the game magically ends and justin's like tripled his points we had the same number of points i beyond me i was very excited and you crushed my soul
1: i'm i'm sorry (laughs) he's not I, th- it, I it was I pretty it close out. there though.
3: <laughs> Before you got your end game scoring. Yeah, well, it I was mean,
1: close. It, yeah.
0: It's not often that you can hear a shit eating grin. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's really impressive,
3: man.
1: Yeah, no problem.
3: Yeah, we're all sitting there and we're like all of a sudden you hear Thomas,
1: "What the hell,
3: Justin? How how did you get so many points?" Justin's like, "Well, you know, all innocent." you know, I had these cards, <laughs> the cards that all of us the entire time had been discussing that they had a question mark on them for points. So we were like, nope,
0: get rid of it. I don't get it. Nope. Well, they were also really expensive. And because your yeah. cards are also your money and it's like, oh, I could do that. Or I could go <laughs> fuck up another planet with my Spartans.
1: Yeah, baby. <laughs>
3: Yeah. yeah, Justin wasn't playing nice. That's, that's my I, end. I was,
1: I was playing nice.
3: I'm a little jealous that you understood it. I, you, for so. some
1: reason, it it clicked. In person, I kind of gave Tom a lot of blank looks. About, I mean, that you, would have you, been fun you, to you see. Had, you had me over to play this? But why?
0: <laughs> I think we were out at the lake and I brought
1: it out. Oh, maybe, yeah. I was
0: like, I was like, I have Race for the Galaxy. You want to give that a shot? I'm like, sure, why not? I opened it up. I was like, uh... Do you so what does this remember mean?
1: how to play uh, this, Tom?
0: So what does this mean? Uh. Anyway, I, I really don't have a
2: ton to say about this. Like, um, I mean, we've, like I said, we played, we played about a dozen. I played a dozen games so far. I don't get it. <laughs> and again, I, I, I understand. I understand that that um, the internet is generally very polarized on this on this game like it's either super popular or super not popular and that's that's all fine and dandy um i'm on the not so popular side and that might get me some some heat on twitter but that's fine like bring it on at for the win i'll uh i'd love to we can chat it up if you want about this um i personally just to just to like throw a number at it i personally i can't i cannot i honestly cannot uh recommend this game it it like it is confusing it is absolutely not my thing it is just yeah it is it is just so far removed from anything that makes sense <laughs> if if we're being honest um like i i would give this thing like a four out of ten and i like i said at for the win on twitter f o r t h e w h y n send all your pitchforks and lit torches that direction i'm i'm waiting um yeah it's I, I like i said i don't i don't have a lot to say about it if i can play a game 12 times and still not understand the game um sure maybe it's me maybe i just maybe that's just it but it's 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 yeah that's it that's that's where i draw the line i cannot i cannot recommend this game at all uh, that's it.
0: What What did you give Unstable Unicorns?
2: I think I gave it like a three or a three and a half. And I definitely, wow. I'm not going to lie, that definitely uh, wagered into the four.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I can't blame you for being befuddled by this, for sure. I don't- I don't know what to say. Like, I mean, it's taken me- I don't know. Like, these number of playthroughs, plus the two that I think I subjected my brother to, and the one that I subjected, uh, Justin to, as well as, I mean, maybe I looked up the rules a couple times before I kind of got anywhere with it. Uh, but even- even then, like, I understand how the mechanics work. I still suck at this, um, but for some reason- I do enjoy playing it. I don't... I I like this game. And I don't... I, I think I like Justin. I don't understand exactly why. There is a story kind of being told as you go around trying to do your thing. Um, the art on the cards is, you know, funny in how how it's presented a lot of the times. The names are very bland, but somehow hilarious sometimes. Uh, Just how like an entire world is just the devolved uplift race world. You just like, just a bunch of troglodytes jumping around (laughs) everywhere. I I don't understand like why some of them are named the way they are. In general, I think some of them are pretty hilarious. That's just like a me being weird kind of thing, I guess. But for some reason, like just the whole flow of it is enticing. And uh, the one thing I will say, like, so so for my review, like, I'm on a keep or not keep scale. So this is one that I own. So generally, I try to decide whether I'm going to like throw it in the trash or keep it in my collection. I'm on the fence on the physical version, because I don't think for me, it has a lot of value in trying to hoof it over to somebody's house, subject them to learning all of the hieroglyphics and trying to get to the point where we're going to have a good time with it. This game requires a lot from people, and I don't think that it's one that you can just like haul around with you. So in terms of whether I'm going to be keeping this game in my collection I think I I don't think I will but it is one that I would happily play online because of the way that it, things are presented to you like it takes all the guesswork out of these d- insane symbols and it just like it strips away all that stuff and what you're left with is a game that has an interesting flow where you're always making interesting choices and you're trying to sort of build your path to this galactic civilization that you're trying to build which are all things that i enjoy there's like that exploration element that justin was talking about because you never really know what you're going to come up with next you can have a plan but that usually goes to shit because of just what you're dealt you have to sort of adapt and try to overcome the things that you've been dealt so um i find this game really interesting and i mean it's taken this many playthroughs but i'd happily play this again but in terms of keeping it in my collection i think that as fast as it is in person, I think that's probably still still a bit much. I mean, I might regret saying this if my kids get really into playing card games and this turns out to be one that they would have loved. But I mean, in general, I think it's probably a bit much to ask somebody to learn all this stuff for a card game like this. But I would play it again. I do enjoy it. I think it's a fun game. And if you're interested, like, go check out um, some videos or something, and you know, pop it up on uh, on one of your services and, and give it a whirl, um, Debbie. Yay! Uh, did you just so, did you come back or something? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. Uh, so I this one's interesting. I don't hate this game, but I I don't I don't know that I can say I like this game either. <laughs> this is an interesting one for me because I'm annoyed that I cannot figure this like that. I can't I can't do this right. There's a difference for me between. Uh, disinterested, not being able to play a game, and just not being able to play a game—they're uh, two very different things in my world. And uh, this is not a disinterested not being able to play this game. This is a—I literally cannot wrap my head around it, uh, and I don't like that. I, that's super frustrating to me, and that's kind of the only thing that really drives me to be like, I feel like I—I I feel like I need to keep playing it because I'm missing something. <laughs> But I'm not super keen on it. Like I'm, I don't know. It's it's oh, a man, little you're, strange. You're, you're an addict now. It's like I don't <laughs> well, want to play this, but I feel like I have to. It's just, it's such a weird. Like I don't know why. Like usually, if I don't understand a game, I'm willing to just walk away and be like, it's fine. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. But this one just. I can't, like, I just, I don't understand why I can't wrap my head around it. And I don't understand why I can't figure that out. And that's super frustrating to me. Um But, you know, my ADD is a blessing in disguise because, you know, we'll walk away from this and three days later I'll forget and I'll never think about it again. And then somebody will bring it up <laughs> and I'll get super frustrated again. So it's, you know, it's not a drive to play this game to the point where it's like constantly memorable, but I can see how people get kind of stuck on this game, and I can see how people want to play this game um, because I feel like there is that that drive to to get that synergistic system going. Um, and I'm sure there's lots of people that enjoy playing this game because it's a fun game. Um, but no, like there's, I'm sure there's lots of people that just enjoy playing this game to play this game. But I'm sure that there's a there's a group of people I think that probably also enjoy playing this game just to like take that I got you figure it out motherfucker no um I'm in your head. This but do you get what I mean like it's just it's a very I don't know it's it's like somebody poking you and being like you just can't you're like well but why. <laughs> So
0: Or it's like running across a particularly difficult nut inside of your like your like Christmas mix of nuts to crack and you're like, I'm just gonna yes. keep sure, there's only I know there's only one almond in here, but fuck you, nut. I'm gonna yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get in there.
3: Exactly. <laughs> And it's not like you're super driven to to want it. You're just like, okay, like I could very easily just go grab something else. It's not a big deal, but there's something about like accomplishing it. Um, and so I can see people being driven by that part of this game. Like I can see that I'm just, I'll forget and I'm okay with that. And that's not nice, but I, I mean, in the end, the score that I give this, I'm on a five point scale, um, I I give this a three. Like, I mean, it's not a failure of a game by any stretch of the imagination. It's, I just, it's, I don't know. It's just not fun. Um, I mean, maybe it's a brain burner. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe that's what it is. But um, hmm, yeah, my world, it's, it's, it's more of a game where you're going to spend time laughing at your own stupidity than you are anything else. Like you press the button and you go, oh shit, I probably shouldn't have done that. So, I mean, a three is,
1: is it's
3: meh. I mean, eh, there's sure there's lots of people that like this game. Uh, Justin, Justin's going to end us on a positive note it, here. Well,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to bring up the energy here. Tom, if you're getting rid of that, <laughs> of that copy, I know where you can find a home for it because I don't own this game, but it's something that I don't know why. It just presses all the right buttons. Maybe because it's it's short. It has, it has just a wild array of cards and different synergies and different plans. And I love how the phases work how you have to kind of think ahead i think w- when we were playing with four people it's not i think as important there were very few times where we all picked the same thing um and i so i could see how it would be a much more competitive game which is two players but so
0: just uh with two players i think each one of you gets to pick two phases
1: oh you do okay okay then, okay that's interesting that's interesting yeah. oh man that that's just that's just so many more possibilities then there you go well, God. Man. The the gears are turning. And Justin's
3: licking his lips. He's like oh, oh.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah is part of me part of me thinks of it sort of as a a deck builder sort of like dominion but it kind of avoids the tedium that uh, kind of just long ass games that you can get with something like that Um, it's it's just nice it's short there's just a lot of different strategies once you can get around the needlessly complex hieroglyphics um, which I think is it's major stumbling block uh, to try to find anyone willing to play it the first time but once you kind of get a hold on that it uh oh, it's great this game is great it, it for some reason it kind of reminds me of um being able to play a quick game of something like magic or uh net where you kind of know what is possible in the deck but you're never sure in what order it's going to come out and uh, in a way it's almost like playing with someone else's deck like it's going to be you know different every time it's a little little new flavor each time you play it oh man i i, I already want to play it again this game is great I highly recommend uh, if you're willing to uh, take the 10 10- week, uh, correspondence course to memorize <laughs> all the hieroglyphics. Uh, but I could see this being one of those kind of games that is a staple of your collection. And as long as you can find a few people that kind of like it the way you do, like being able to constantly bring it out with them and just hammer out a couple games and then move on from it. Um, is yeah, it's just, it's nice. It's a nice short game. That's, it's got a lot of depth. I like it. Highly recommend I'm going to take Tom's copy.
0: Sure. Yeah. You can have my, you can have my copy. Like, again, I like if there was no other option, I would, I would keep this right. Just because on the off chance that like you're, you're around and it's nobody else, right. We can play race <laughs> for the galaxy. Cause you know how to play race for the galaxy. It's like, it's like playing magic with people, right? Like if you have just a bunch of cards lying around, you can play some like weird draft with people, but you have to have that amount of buy-in from people because otherwise trying to play play like 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 I think you you brought up a good point where it's like it's kind of like magic or Netrunner in that like you can't just like Adam you can attest to this right like you can't just hand somebody a deck of cards in magic and be like we're gonna have a game now it's gonna be fun that is true so I mean you can't just slap this in front of people and be like we're gonna enjoy this now because <laughs> like
2: <laughs> you will enjoy
0: <laughs> you can get through the basics of it right like this is how you tra- you draw a card every turn this is how you attack blah 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 and then they draw a card and they're like so out of the 8 cards I have in my hand what do I do you're yeah, like well you play, uh, you play you play you play a land and they're like and then what oh you play something that costs 1 i have four cards that cost 1 you're like uh then you start getting stuck and you you have to build up to it right i think this is g- a game that you have to like you have like you said you have to have a buy in you have to have a certain amount of foreknowledge before you can actually start to figure it out and get some enjoyment out of it which is why like i think for me anyway like not having the physical copy is fine because i think the optimal way to play this right now is like just online you know mm-hmm. you and i could be playing this right now wouldn't wouldn't take much much extra effort like just no. clicking some cards yeah no big deal no so, big deal man whereas like you're playing it you know physically then you gotta shuffle everything and you gotta the in person, oh, it got to sleeve it all. Then it just takes up twice the room, and
3: yeah, I can. I I don't think I could. I think that's a hard no for me. Like the Sleaving, hard copy, yeah, yeah sleeving. No, no yeah, fun. the sleeving, yeah, that too. That's like PTSD in my house. But you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> the but like playing a physical copy would be a one hundred percent hard no for me because that would just be no, like way too much, like beyond way too much. Uh, whereas the digital. And, like, you know, like, obviously what we've been doing, that's, I think, what allows me to have that gray area of, you know, kind of wanting to play it again. Yeah. Strangely.
0: So I think, I think, though, uh, one thing that um, not playing it physically might be doing, too, is, like, because it does help to gloss over some of the, the nuances. Like, I don't know that you're, you might gloss over some of the, like, concepts that are going on. Like, I don't know. Are you trying to say? Say I have ADD. Well, I know you have ADD, but that has nothing to do with my <laughs> point. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good analogy, and for some reason, I'm.
3: No, I get what you mean. Like it's like it's very easy to to overlook and just kind of like pick out what you think are the major pieces of information. Mm-hmm. And yeah. fail to see everything that's on the card, right? Because the computer does things for you. And so you just kind of, you think you got an idea and you you have this idea that the computer is basically going to like guide you in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the physical copy and in a physical game, you can't rely on that. So you really have to look and you have yeah. to actually understand and read what is on the card. Um and yeah. i and i agree that that easily could be yeah, a, gu- a good say. piece of it yeah
0: yeah i was i was gonna make some weird analogy about learning how to play basketball by playing nba jam but this that makes a lot more sense <laughs> oh man that'd be <laughs> awesome
3: Ooh. i'm gonna be a basketball player when i grow up
0: uh <laughs> i can dunk from half court and everything's on fire that's what basketball is right
2: <laughs> and it's all 2v2
0: it's it's all 2v2 and scotty Pippins running around just pushing everybody oh yeah yes yeah, yes I love that game. uh thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode um if you want to get a hold of us uh you can uh fire some you know feedback or whatever uh using email collapsing game at gmail.com uh, we also have twitter at cgs podcast um if you want to do us a favor, you can like, subscribe, and uh, go listen to some of our other episodes. Uh, you can also share with a friend, uh, share it around, or, uh, you know, if you really want to help us out, do a review, a nice five-star review to help us out. And uh, if you need to get a hold of me for any reason, you can hit me up at Team Tom. And thank you again for listening to this weird, weird episode about this weird, weird <laughs> game. Uh, Adam? Uh, guys, if you want to catch me, um, I am on Twitter
2: at four. Uh, at 4- the win i am slowly kind of working on just removing my social media footprint so i'm i realized that i never do anything on instagram i have no need for instagram so i'm going to be slowly getting rid of that so i mean honestly if you're looking for me just catch me on twitter f-o-r-t-h-e-w-h-y-n you can also catch me on twitch um same Same thing, twitch.tv slash for the win. I am live Thursday and Friday evening, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Saturday, Sunday morning, starting at 1130 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, currently on the channel, we really got a good mix of stuff going on. I was really hyped up about, um, Hitman 3, but then found out that it's an Epic Games exclusive for a year. So, um, I also choose not to support Epic Games. You can come in the channel and ask me about it. It's a long-winded story. We're not getting into it here. Um, yeah. So, ch- uh, check me out there. Also, big into the Path of Exile right now. The new league is, is happening. I'm having a lot of fun with it. So, come uh, critique my build this is only the second league i've ever played in um yep that's about it debbie what do you got
3: <laughs> uh you can get me at at mrs win that's at M R S W H Y N on instagram and twitter uh i am not giving up my instagram i quite enjoy my instagram i don't put a lot on it except for my dog because you know i love my dog um And I'm sure you guys heard him at one point or another tonight. Uh, You guys can get us at CGS Podcast on Twitter. Uh, You guys can let us know what you like, what you don't like. If there's anything you think that we should try, please let us know. Uh, We're still doing online, so we have kind of access to a whole lot of stuff that we wouldn't normally necessarily have access to in the physical world. So, yeah, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Justin.
1: Hi. uh, If you want to get a hold of me and tell me about your favorite race for the galaxy combinations uh let me know at don't trust justin on twitter uh yeah love love to hear from you
0: all right cool cool thank you again so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll be back at you next week with something fun bye bye